Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Today's Amud Masachas Brachas is Lamed Amud Aleph. We're going to have three sections in today's learning, and we begin about ten lines from the top of Lamed Amud Aleph. So we finished off yesterday talking about the concept of Filos Aderech. Now really, what, what emerges is that we have three unique kinds of tefillahs that we've been discussing. We have tefillahs haderech, which we're not going to continue discussing now. We have tefillah called tefillah ketzara, which is a prayer that's said when a person goes in a dangerous area, and it's the time for Shmona Esrei, it's the time for him to daven. And then we have something called havinenu, which is, according to Shmuel, the tefillah that Rabbi Yeshua says, me'ein Shmona Esrei in the Mishnah, it was referring to havinenu, which was a condensed version of the 13 middle brachas into one bracha. So we finish off the sec- last section with the first discussion today, which is, the Gemara tells us the three traits that distinguish Havinenu from Tefillah Kitsara. So whereas Havinenu, you would say those 13 middle brachas in the condensed version inside in the middle, but you would also have three brachas before and after, with Tefillah Kitsara, you don't have those three brachas before and after. Also, secondly, you don't need to repeat the Amidah when you get home if you said Havinenu, because that is a coverage for Shmona Esrei. Whereas regarding Tefillah Kitsara, it's just something Chazal ordained in order that you say Tefillah while you're going through a dangerous area, but it doesn't actually cover you for Shmona Esrei. Rashi speaks out because it doesn't have the Tzura of 18 Brachos, and you'd have to repeat Shmona Esrei when you get home. And thirdly, the Bracha of Havinenu should be said while you're standing, because it actually is in place of tefillah, versus tefillah ketzara, which is while you're traveling too, as it's not really a format of tefillah like havinenu. Moving on to the second section, the Gemara tells us now some halachas about the posture, posture and direction one should be in when he's traveling, when, he, when he's d- doing, saying tefillah. The Gemara tells us if a person's traveling on a donkey. So there's machlekes here. Tanakama says, that ideally he should get off of his donkey if he could give the donkey to be held by someone else and daven when it comes time for one of the tefillos. But if not, he could, meaning if it's unable to do that, so he can daven while he is moving. Rebbe says either way he should just daven while he's riding because you won't be able to have kavana if you would stop and give the donkey to be held by somebody else because he'd be itching to leave meaning he'll be losing time while he's stopping, so it's just better for him to travel while he's davening, and uh, that way he'll actually have more kavana. And the Gemara says we pass him like Rebbe. Now the Gemara tells us regarding a blind person or someone who's unable to determine directions, so he should just focus on Hashem and daven because he doesn't necessarily, he's not able to determine which direction he should face. The Gemara goes through a long discussion about wherever a person is, he should face ideally towards the kaporas, or the Shechini is to rest in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, in the Beis HaMikdash, in Eretz Yisrael, which is all derived from the Pesach that says about the Beis HaMikdash, it's Tal Pios, which is a landmark, but it means Tel Shekol Pios Poinenboi. The mound, the Beis HaMikdash, is the mound that all the mouths face towards. And therefore, regardless of where you are, you should face that direction for Tefillah. Moving on to the third section, the Gemara now tells us three approaches if a person was traveling early or he'd be busy later, how he should do Kriyashma and Tefillah. Now the first is a story with Avua de Shmuel and Levi. 
So what happened was they used to travel early, which was after Alos, as Atosphus explains in some learn in Rashi too, after Alos, but it was before Misha Yakir. So after Alos, you're allowed to say Tefillah, you're not yet allowed to do Kriyashma. So now you have two options. You could either say Tefillah now and Kriyashma later, and then you're not Somech Ge'ula Tefillah, or you could wait till later and say Kriyashma and Tefillah while you're sitting. So they their approach was that they would say Amida while they were standing after Alos without Kriyashma, and then say Kriyashma later and not be so mechgul because Kriyashma was then done bismana. This followed the Tanakama in the Braisa, where Rav ben Elazar argues, and he actually held, that it's better to be so mechgul even though you'd be sitting later for the Amida, so you would say Kriyashma when the time comes, while you're traveling, and then say the Amida following that as well. Now, in a similar situation, they used to have Shabbos Derigla, which was when the rabbis in the city, the Darshanim, would teach the halachas of Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, the Shabbos before Yantif. So the different Darshanim had different approaches because they would get up very early to go to Shul to give the drushas how they would do Krishman and Tefillah. Meremar and Marzutra gathered a minion at their house after Alos, although yet it wasn't yet Mishiyakir, apparently. But they would gather a minion at their house, say Kriyashma and the Amida, and then they would go off to the yeshiva, to the shul, to give the drasha on Shabbos deregla. But Ravashi waited till the Zman, means in the middle of his drasha, he waited till the Zman Kriyashma arrived. He said a lot of information for the Metorgamon to broadcast, and while the Metorgamon was broadcasting, he quickly said Kriyashma and the Amida, so he was able to say it Bismana as well as Somech Ulitfila while he was still sitting. Now he would do this because he didn't want to uh, come late to the yeshiva by davening early. And in this way, he was able to be so mechgeulitfila and say it bismana as well. However, because Ravashi felt that he was sitting and he didn't have the kavana when he would do this, even though he was yaitza kriyashma and so he would repeat the amida later while standing with kavana after the drasha so that he could do it with a more proper uh, level of concentration as well as while he was standing. And he held this was the appropriate approach because this, the other approaches were not evidenced by the earlier generation. Okay, we're stopping here at the Mishnah on the bottom of Lamed Amud Aleph, about six lines from the bottom. Bez Hashem will pick up tomorrow from the Mishnah, turning to Lamed Amud Bez. And Bez Hashem also will finish the fourth parak tomorrow and begin the fifth. In the meantime, everybody have a wonderful day.